What is up, Steel Studies? Happy Monday, February 7th, 2022, and welcome to episode number 227 of The Study Session. I'm your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, welcoming you to a brand new episode to kick off a new week in February. We are rolling along in 2022, and I am very grateful that you're joining me here today. Got a great show. The Senior Bowl was Saturday. Got to really do an in-depth analysis of that game, specifically the quarterback play, and that's what today's episode is all about, who helped themselves, who hurt themselves, what it means for their draft stock moving forward, and then ranking the performances from the game. So that's what I'm going to cover today. Excited to share that with all of you. But again, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the show, for reading, listening, and sharing. It truly does mean the world to me. I would love to connect with you. We could do that one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles. You could drop me a line via email, thestillstudy at gmail.com. Or you can also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy and drop me a line that way. Every Saturday, I do the Steelers Saturday Mailbag in which I get your question, comments, feedback on the show. Would love to make that happen with you. So let's make that a reality. And also, please be sure to check out the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. We record Tuesdays at the dark hour of 5 a.m. and publish between 6 and 6.30 a.m. We won't be recording this week. We'll be back at you next week. It'll be in every other week approach. And a lot of good stuff covered there. Jim being one of the goats of Steelers coverage, having followed the team since 90, 1995. Super insightful and knowledgeable. You want to make sure that you check that out. So let's get after it. Senior Bowl. Got to watch all the quarterbacks at play, and I'll just run through here how it panned out. We'll start with Malik Willis. Definitely showed off his mobility, his ability to escape pressure, to buy time, to extend the play. That was on full showcase, and also the ability to pull the ball down and run explosively. He almost scored on his final run. He got stopped a few yards short of the goal line, but what he can provide in terms of just being elusive in the pocket, but then also pulling the ball down and running, it makes him very much a credible, viable, dangerous threat on the offensive side of the football. In terms of the passing game, You could see that he has a big arm, a live arm. The accuracy wasn't great. He underthrew a deep pass down the left sideline that there was a pass interference call, but it was a duck. You know, if that would have been in the NFL, could have possibly been picked. So, again, the questions about Malik Willis are going to focus on his accuracy, his ability to make plays in the passing game. But with his 
unique ability to create. There's a lot to like there. And even though he didn't have big passing numbers, again, just the ability to run, the ability to buy time, he probably pushed his stock up in the first round. Kenny Pickett was solid, was consistent. The one thing that stood out to me about Pickett was his ability to read the situation in terms of the route that he was throwing as to what type of pass was needed. And this brings into play the concept of touch. And every throw, at least from my perspective and observation, was tailored to the route run to the down and distance and he just showed an awareness of an awareness and also ability to execute of what type of pass he needed to deliver and that was definitely on display on his touchdown pass he hit a running back out in the flat for a touchdown it was perfectly thrown perfect touch on it he just looked smooth there was a play down the field that he underthrew. If he would have led his receiver, it would have resulted in probably a bigger gain. But again, these guys are not going to be perfect. But Kenny looked pretty solid. I think he was six for six. And at this point, I'd probably see him. And this is how the whole NFL views quarterbacks. Willis, as a result of his just phenomenal athleticism, he's going to be the number one overall quarterback prospect. Pickett will be number two. Desmond Ritter. I walked away from the Senior Bowl highly, highly impressed by him. He looks very much the part of an NFL passer. He looks big. He looks strong. He looks confident. He looks decisive. He could throw on the run. He sets his feet well. He didn't throw off balance much at all in this game. His play action was excellent. He showed off his arm strength. And the player comp that I came up with when watching this game, and maybe a lot of people would disagree with me and saying I'm giving this kid too much credit, but it reminded me of Steve McNair. And I didn't see him go down the field as much as I would have liked, but the short to intermediate passes that he threw were on point. So there's a lot to like about him and what he can offer as an NFL passer. Sam Howell started the game inconsistent. I was reading a comment on Twitter while I was watching the game that said that he looked a lot like Mason Rudolph in terms of his pocket awareness, his ability to feel pressure. And I did see that as he was definitely not feeling the pressure. He was sacked a bunch of times. But as the game wore on, he definitely got a lot of snaps. He may have had the most snaps of any quarterback in the senior bowl. But what I liked about Howell is he continued to fight and press forward, and his play improved as the game went on. 
He showed good mobility. He was able to buy time in the pocket. There were examples of him throwing on the run accurately. And I like how he attacked the middle of the field on intermediate routes. So he wasn't afraid to throw into the middle of the field, which was good to see. And he pulled one down and ran it in for a score. So even though he was a bit inconsistent to start, I like how his play rebounded, how he ended up putting together a string of nice plays. And I feel there's definitely something worth looking at in terms of how I know I want to spend some more time going into his tape as I do with Ritter following the senior bowl game. But I was encouraged by his play. And I want to see some more there. So good job by Hal. And then Carson Strong, everything that you've heard about his his mobility and his lack of it was on display in the game. He was trying to get ball rid of the ball very quickly. I will say this. The offensive line for both teams was not good. The quarterbacks were running for their lives. They, were, they didn't have a lot of time to throw, but it really exacerbated when it came to strong. He made a couple of nice throws, but he had an under... Th- underthrown ball that resulted in an interception and even when he was trying to move around in the pocket or buy time you could just see that he is a step too slow or at least in this game he was to make anything happen to extend the play so I feel like if anything his draft stock was hurt a little bit and I wouldn't be surprised if he gets pushed down to the third round after this contest. And Bailey Zappi showed that he's, if anything, a backup in this league. I don't think anybody thought that he was going to be drafted as a starter, but his average arm strength was on full display. He couldn't drive the ball down the field. And he's got a slight frame. There was one play where the D lineman jolted the offensive lineman back, and the offensive lineman just tapped into Zappi, and he fell over and it went down as a sack. So his His slight frame is not going to help him sustain himself with the physicalities of the game. So what I did following the game is I ranked the prospects in terms of their performance in the Senior Bowl. And just on the Senior Bowl alone, again, this does not speak for their entire body of work, so don't don't interpret it that way. This is just based on their Senior Bowl performance alone. But I had Kenny Pickett coming in as... The top performer was steady, connected on all of his passes. Sure, there were areas for growth, but he was the most stable. Desmond Ritter was my number two. Again, I walked away very impressed by this guy. Very intrigued. Going to spend some more time with film study on him. But I can see him as a Pittsburgh Steeler. I have Sam Howell, number three, ahead of Malik Willis just because of what he contributed in the passing game and his ability to overcome some adversity there early on. Malik Willis was number four. Yes, he did showcase a lot of mobility and the ability to pull down the ball and run it. 
that's great, but really not much as a passer. And then I had Bailey Zappi at number five just because he made more plays than Carson Strong. Uh, and Carson Strong at number six because his mobility was really, really uh, – it just didn't bode well for him. I was hoping to see a little bit more in terms of his ability to move around, but that didn't pan out. So, again, it's one contest you got to see – these guys perform in a situation where they knew they were going to be under scrutiny. NFL coaches now have this game tape in addition to all their observations from practice. They'll marry that with all their college football tape. And then with a the combine coming up here in March, and they'll begin to put together a more complete profile of these guys. But I will say this. I feel encouraged about Desmond Ritter and Sam Howe. And I would be okay with the Steelers drafting either of these guys. Again, I want to dig in a little bit more to their tape. I've watched some so far. But I did like what I saw this weekend. And obviously, Kenny Pickett. Malik Willis, I'm not so sure about. He does have that mobility, that explosiveness as an athlete. Again, you're going to be running a unique type of offense with him. It's going to be a run-first offense, a run-dominant offense, a la Baltimore, like what they do with Lamar Jackson. But I don't know how sustainable and if you can win a championship that way. And I think his athleticism is going to push him up in the first round. And that's the the other part. I, I think there are going to be five guys drafted in the first round as far as quarterbacks go. You're going to have Pickett. You're going to have Willis. You're going to have Howell. You're going to have Ritter. And then you're going to have Matt Corral. I think all five of those guys go. I know a lot of people are saying that that's not going to happen. Some of these guys are going to fall the second round. I don't see that happening. I'll be surprised if it does. And if the Steelers feel strongly about a Kenny Pickett or a Malik Willis, or even a Matt Corral, I think you're going to have to trade to move up. And it could end up before this is all said and done with it. You have to trade up to get to Ritter or even Howe. So a lot of evaluation that has to play out. But I like what I saw. And the NFL draft talk is just heating up. And studying, 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 studying. That is it. That is the end. That is the conclusion of episode number 227. Thank you so much for joining me here today. I truly appreciate it. My gratitude to you. Please drop me a line, comment on the articles, hit me up via email, thusstillstudy at gmail.com. Give me a follow on Twitter. would love to connect with you, get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Check out the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel. It's linked in the show notes. And I hope you have an amazing week. Have a great Monday, and I'll see you on the next edition of The Study Session. Peace.